0: It's all about protecting your competitive advantage. If you look at it that way, you understand like every part of my brand needs to be protected.
1: And three, two, one. You're listening to
2: The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David
1: Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did dope stuff and now today is no other, okay? I only got my logo. Like, I I got it on my chain now for this specific episode. (laughs) I was (laughs) like, you know (laughs) what? i was like, I'm only getting it because this Logo is protected and it's trademarked. Mm-hmm. To let people know it's trademarked, I had to get a pendant. And I'm introducing you all to my trademark attorney, okay? She is an in house, not in house. You don't be an in house. You're on retainer.
0: I am on retainer.
1: She's on retainer, um, where anything I need trademarked, she'd be getting that joint done. Man, Kendra Stevens, round of applause. <laughs> and don't put an S on Steven. Kendra Stevens.
0: Steven. You know what? I used to be worried about people getting that spelling wrong, but after people learn how to spell Kardashian, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I heard that. Hey, listen, as long as they write the name on the check right.
0: Correctly. S E S T E P H E N. You got me over here. Like S E C. (laughs) S E C don't come for me.
1: (laughs) So Kendra, you are a trademark attorney.
0: You know what, David? Are you? I think brand protection attorney is the best word now.
1: Brand protection attorney.
0: Yeah. It's evolved. Because, you know, we don't just protect the brand. We do 360 brand protection that is trademarked as well. Okay. And what we do isn't just, oh, let's protect. We look at how we can help you invest in the brand so that you can get a return on your brand, on all of the protection. Because, you know, it's great to protect, but you also have to see a return. Brands that are protected, um, they get about 20% more revenue than brands that aren't.
1: Re- what? What do you mean?
0: Yeah, it's it's been studied and it's been shown that the brands that are protected that have trademarks, right, have 20 percent more revenue than the brands that don't. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Joe, you got some trademarks? Did you trademark anything? Yeah. We were actually just talking about my trademark. So
2: I can still be trademarked. I just found out. We just got to fix a few things. Really? Okay, so so
1: tell me about the situation with Joe because we talked about this.
0: Yeah, Joe is brand hacking. I don't want, I don't, David, I really don't want to talk about Joe's brand hacking and only because he's still in the process, right? But what happened with Joe? We had a
1: whole episode about it. I so know. He's, it's, it's already out there. So, <laughs> so can we talk, can we talk okay. about this brand hacking? I never heard of a brand I mean, yeah, hacking. She's cool with it. I mean, she just it. Okay, I'm so lawyer.
0: basically what Joe is going through is Joe really is committed and in love with the name that he's been using. And so what happened was when we did, The search specifically the class that he wants to use, he has a direct conflict. So, with brand hacking, what class was it? Uh, 25, which is for t shirts, right? Joe, it was t shirts. Mm -hmm. And so, what happens when you're in that situation? What we, we have what I call the game six, fourth quarter mentality. You mm-hmm. kind of know about it. Oh, when you, sure. you speak to me, you know. It's like, we don't leave brands on the floor. We don't leave trademarks on the floor. We're like, how can we get this done? Yeah. right. And so for Joe's situation, the option would be potentially for another class, which is e-commerce, because he had a store with it. Okay, right. But Joe really, 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 really wants to own the actual t shirt so we have to look at his brand and compare it with the other brand to see if there are any loopholes that can apply. So sometimes it can be he used it first. Mm-hmm. So there's priority of use. Yep. Sometimes it can be as simple as are they actually using it? If they're not using it, then we can file to cancel it.
1: Hold on. Uh, first thing you said was um, first to use. was it called?
0: Yeah. So in the U.S., we still have common law rights. So. You How you get your trademark rights initially is by using it, mm-hmm. right? That, but here's the thing, no one knows, yeah. right? And so that's why we stepped it up a notch and we have state trademark registrations and then we have federal trademark registrations. So the federal trademark that's holding his application up was registered before him. But we need to now see if he used it before that.
1: Mm-hmm. So priority use
0: is important.
1: So if I use a brand, if I use... If I'm using a brand, mm-hmm. let's say I'm using this logo, the is for Circus logo. Yeah. I'm using it, but someone trademark they use it after me in a trademark it. hmm I can still go back and say, well, hold on. I was using it first, according to this date.
0: Yep. I need
1: my trademark back.
0: Yep. But it's oh. not that simple, though. Don't get too excited. And I don't want y'all going out there and be like, I'm suing everybody. It is a proceeding. So it's litigation in the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Right. Mm. And that's some that's a part of what we do. So I, that's why I make it clear to people like we don't just file applications like we're not just out here filing applications like we do have to go through litigation for some clients. Um, and that's important because it happens quite often where you start using it and there's lots of things you've used. And that's a part of what we're going through mm. with you right now is going back and seeing what needs to be protected. You have a whole portfolio. How many I got right now? I think I saw on the list you had like 11 like including pending and what's registered. Like David's got things going on and a lot of clients are in your situation. They come to us where they have dibbled and dabbled in different things. They might have a trademark here, a trademark there. And we put it together in a portfolio. We call it the brand asset portfolio. Mm -hmm. What we're going through with you right now, where we're going, okay, David, you have this one, this one, this one. They might have different companies. Pieces of their brand is protected. Not all their brand is protected. Like Sleep is for Suckers, where you started, in the beginning is not where you're at right now. Okay. So we're going back or we'll notice certain things like your logo is protected, not the words are protected, mm. you know, just little things like that. And it's and some people might say that's not important. But for someone like me, if you came up against me, and you're like, oh, I want to enforce sleep is for suckers. And we look and what you have, for example, we had someone reach out to us and he he did take the brand and he was using it. But the person didn't register the words. They, all they had was the design. Mm-hmm. And they wrote him a letter and they're like, oh, stop using it. And of course, he came to us and he's like, hey, I know you know how to handle this. And of course, when we look through it, we're like, oh, they only have a registration on the design. You're good. Literally in their application, they have disclaimed and said, oh, we do not claim these words.
1: Why would they not claim the words?
0: Because it's a common used word. It's a common phrase for what they want to do. So they were, I can't say exactly. Okay. So let's say they put Atlanta tattoo Mm -hmm. and they're an Atlanta tattoo shop. You can't register Atlanta tattoo and you be an Atlanta tattoo shop because that's where you're located and that's what you do. That's registering apples for apples. You can't register that.
1: Gotcha. But if I were in, if I was in Alabama and I said Atlanta Tattoo, I can register the Mm -hmm. name and the logo.
0: Yes, but here's the thing at that point because you're a tattoo shop again, you're gonna have to disclaim tattoo because you can't own tattoo and be a tattoo shop. Just like I own a trademark on Lady Lawyer, right? But lawyer for the class that I'm in is for legal services, so I have to disclaim Mm. it. But on the other end, when I file Lady Lawyer for T-shirts, I can claim. Lady lawyer,
1: because it's a T-shirt company.
0: Exactly, and you can't
1: claim the name of the thing that you're doing only the stuff around it. I get it. You he got say, it. Yeah, I got it. I got oh, it.
0: that was easy.
1: So, so okay. So uh-huh. if if I, if I if I'm if I'm using it, first off, let me show you something real quick. Let me show okay. you something real quick. So, and I saw this, and if they're still there, it's some stuff we need to talk about. Okay. Okay. So I went to podcast the other. This was like um, another podcast, a few months. Your
0: name. Yeah. It's a common thing. Well, hold on a second, David. Okay, you you okay. jumping all into this right here. This is such this a This is about I have me. have so much pressure for this episode. Let hold me on. just tell y'all, Manny J has the number 1 episode and I told Manny, I want I want I'm coming for his spot. I'm coming. I mean, oh, majority sure. of my clients you've already interviewed in Atlanta too. You did Halani. You did him 500?
1: I see you work with the big boys and girls,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see yes, that. and then when you have a retainer You're a big, big boy.
1: First off, we out here. This is serious.
0: (laughs) So look at this. Social proof. This a podcast. That's the problem. And I think it's time we send a cease and desist letter.
1: Let's send a cease and desist letter.
0: So what David did is an also important part, right? So just so you guys understand, when you're talking about brand protectionists, it's 10 steps that we recommend, but David's kind of touched on the first five. One, you got to make sure you own your brand. Ooh, right? I want
1: to send my first seasonal assist letter. Two,
0: David filed a trademark on his brand. And three, um... You got to make sure you monitor it. You have to monitor your brand. So David's doing what he's supposed to do. He's monitoring his brand. And now he comes to his attorney and he's like, hey, look, I saw this. i sending
1: you this right now. Yes,
0: he is. And now he's doing enforcement. So you have to enforce your brand because... Here's the other thing. If you're not enforcing your brand, your competitors can start using your brand without Mm -hmm. your permission and you lose competitive advantage. At the end of the day, right? Understand that trademark protection and brand protection is all giving you a competitive advantage, Mm -hmm. right? You are now the one in that space with that name. When I open up a Nike box, I'm getting my Jordans or my Nikes, right? I'm not getting Reebok. And if I did, we have a problem. David has on Gucci glasses. I like them very nice. By that's the way. Gucci when he opened it up, if they did not have Gucci frames in the box and they had Burberry, <laughs> so there would be a problem. <laughs> and this is why we're here because when consumers purchase, they want to get that service or product that they paid for. Mm. You pay for a Beyonce concert and Yeonce showed up, it's gonna be a problem. Mm. You're gonna want your money back. You fact. know, you ain't gonna be drunk in love at that point. Uh, uh, <laughs> you will right. be drunk in a lawsuit. Speaking
1: of boxes, <laughs> yes. first off. We got the, we got this, this. Do you give all your clients this or am I spec only retainer clients? <laughs>
0: retainer cli- David wants the retainer client privilege. Only
1: retainer clients get this. Okay. So it's the, it's the brand, brand protector box. And she brought it box. today. So this wasn't like planned. We came in here with, uh, it comes with the billion dollar brand ideas and more.
0: You have your notebook. So, because David, let's be honest here. You are a walking machine with intellectual property just coming out got every mad day,
1: intellectuals.
0: You are. I'm not going to be surprised if you don't come up with a billion-dollar catchphrase.
1: We're going to talk it. about that. We need to talk about it because you you asked me a question. I ain't had an answer to. It.
0: Oh yes.
1: And you got the little the, the paper in there with the federal brand. You professional, and then hold on, hold on. Let, little, let me help you out. Little suspense. Social proof. Yes.
0: Just
1: it's registered. It's registered. Oh, we got a social media podcasts too, right?
0: Yes, you have that coming. That's that's in the works. So David, like I said, we're going through the portfolio, putting it together for you because you got some stuff out there. I got that stuff. Oh, David, get the other get that sheet that said what you can protect next. Because I think that's important. So then also with the protection, I think a lot of people think about this side of legal law standing on its own, but it's actually incorporated in a lot of your marketing and branding, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that you do add to your customer experience. Like, for example, you have a show, then you have in-person events, then you have workshops. All of these pieces are a part of your brand are part of your business, right? We don't, like, stand alone from you. It's mm. all incorporated. Mm. Your courses that you come out with, your T-shirts are all a part of that customer experience, right? Yeah. So really what you're protecting is that. That's a fact. Your essence of the sham.
1: So, li- <laughs> <laughs> so it says online presence and it says social media handles. hmm Can you trademark that?
0: Of course. That's a part of your brand.
1: Hold on. So if somebody has, so somebody has um, on TikTok social mm-hmm. group podcast, somebody has it. Okay. Can I get it?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. So let's talk about social media handles. Let's talk about it. Okay, that is a part of the steps on locking it down. That's a first come first serve area.
1: Okay. Unless, hold
0: on, Joe. Don't worry. We unless, unless. <laughs> unless they're doing it in a way to defraud the public. Right. So that brings us to the Chanel situation. Have you ever gone to Chanel on Instagram? No. OK, it's not Coco. It's our homegirl Chanel in Canada. She was able to get that handle first and Coco Chanel has been bought her to get it. And they were like, no, mm. she signed up first and she's not pretending to be Coco Chanel. She's if just they're Chanel. pretending
1: to be me. Oh,
0: now that's different. Mm. So that's different because especially if they're using the brand name and they are putting it in a way that's going to be infringing. But here's the other issue. The social media platforms have their own policy. So we had a case where a client where Instagram was like, hey, you know what? We know that your client owns it, but they set up this page before your client got Mm -hmm. her certificate. So we're not taking it down. That's not how the law is applied. But Facebook has its own law. So then we have to go to court to get a court order to get the page down. So it all depends on the social network. Did y'all go that far? Yeah. Our client wanted her thing now. What's the issue? So hold
1: on. So you went through...
0: (laughs) An injunction. We got an injunction to get the page down. Mm -hmm.
1: An injunction. Tell Joe what an injunction is because he's...
0: That's basically you stop someone from doing something, but you get the court to say they have to stop it.
1: Gotcha. So you got it, Joe? It means when you go to the court, you get an injunction and you gotta stop it. Yes. So the the <laughs> okay, so you, you went through that and mm-hmm. you had Facebook in court. It marks your mark, show up, mark
0: show up. No, okay. I wish. So basically it's not Facebook who you sue though. You do sue the owner of the page mm-hmm. and they have to and they didn't respond. They were like, Okay, and then we yeah. got the injunction and we come down.
1: I mean Did they have to give the page back or they just had to take that? No, they just
0: took it down. Just took it down. That's all we needed it was down.
1: But can she get it? Back? Can she get it, though?
0: Your our client? Client, well, she didn't want it, but I'm sure she requested it. But Facebook. So you got to remember, Facebook makes money by accumulating a lot of content, a lot mm-hmm. of pages. So it's not in their interest to take the page down. For sure. They're like, what you mean? We got another page to display our advertising. Gotcha. Right. So they're not going to jump to do it. I mean, in a perfect world, Facebook should honor that. But they don't because mm-hmm.
1: By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof.
0: So you just take them to court. And then another way to get a fake page down that we normally do is um, using a bit of copyright and obviously trademark law.
1: Gotcha. So, okay. A
0: combination. So that's why it's no longer just trademarks. It's brand protection because it's brand all protection. those things. Yeah. Yeah. Your brand are all those things. Even like your customer list. Let's, you have a nice email list. I'm just saying, anyone working for David, you know, <laughs> a very nice list. And that's something that you have to protect because yeah. that's important to your brand. Right. So how do that's you protect sure. that? Do you know?
1: Protect a customer list.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How would you protect? a list other than not give it to nobody.
0: Yeah, but you have people that work for you that have access to it. True. So inside the agreements would be non-competes.
1: So that's the you, you put the agreement together with your internal team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need agreement too because Jovan, of <laughs> course, the podcast. <laughs> and,
0: I, and copyrights. Mm-hmm. Jovan technically... Has some copyrights, but we got you on that. We talked about that. We talked about the need to... So I know when you have people work for you, you work for me, for her. But if you're in the situation where you've already had them do it, then you just have them transfer over to intellectual property rights. And what what does that
1: verbiage say?
0: Oh, David. It's pretty much a simple agreement of saying like, hey, sorry, I created this content and Mm -hmm. now I am waiving and transferring all my rights over to David Chance. That's it. Or
1: the Joe, she's going to send it to you. You (laughs) want to send this all? Yes, Joe. So as of right now, how much of the podcast do I own? If he, record, he records every podcast. Every He's going podcast. to his record.
0: Oh, my goodness. Technically, mm-hmm. right? We understand that there's an agreement that it's work being made for hire. If you wanted, if you well, had an
1: attorney. No type of- we don't have any written. Nothing written. We don't have anything written.
0: Oh, well, then technically, yes, David. He has some copyrights.
1: What does that mean? Like, tell me what He, that he means.
0: has the right to control like where it gets reproduced, right? The copyrights or the right to copy is really a simple term, actually. When people think about <laughs> the it. The right to They're, copy. The right to copy. Oh, crap. You
1: ever look at it like that? The right Not to copy. It, just, it seems like a big fancy word. Yes, yeah, it's,
0: it's the right to copy. So, but it covers different things. So it's your content, right? So Social Proof is the brand. Yes. And the content is what we protect under copyright, which are the audio, the video, the photos. Anything you write, blog postings, things like that. That's what you're protecting under copyright.
1: Yes. If Joe was a savage, what can he do?
0: He right would now? stop you from being able to post it or being able to um distribute it.
1: Because he recorded it. Yes. So I can take the episode and sell it to a network.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Technically, would, yes. I'll fight you, Joe. <laughs> but I mean, there are other, <laughs> there are other <laughs> things that we can do in your favor, but... You know, I'm not going to release what, what? all of the steps, David. You got to say something for yourself, my love.
1: Oh, so, okay. So just in case yeah. somebody tries to do it, you got some chicks up your sleeve. Yeah, to say, well, always.
0: What's well, part of that game six, fourth quarter. Nothing, well, nothing. We leave nothing on the floor. Mm. We are coming and we are doing, we pull out all the tricks. Like I tell people all the time, like there are times where people get their trademark application. This is how I actually got started. Mm. There was an attorney that I was working for and he was doing the applications and we would do applications for him. And then there would be times there were really tough applications. And he would be like, No, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, there's make a, a tough way. application? Mm. That's a good one. Where you already know that there's a potential for litigation, mm. right? So when you see someone already using the name, or okay. when it's a very similar name, or they're in a similar class, or like things like that. Enough that an examiner will reject the application because the Got examiner it. is another attorney.
1: So that attorney you're working for, he just wants like clear He cut. didn't want
0: yeah, he was just like, if it's not a clear yes, then no, right? Mm. And I'm always I I've always loved Puzzles and to me, I'm like, no, there's a way we can do it this way. And he's like, no. So he said, fine. Eventually, he's like, take it. Go ahead. You work with them. And so I got into the space of okay, researching the examiners, reading up, looking for the little tricks because they're human beings too. They right. make mistakes. Do you have a water over there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Thank so you. Myself, but- so I would take the time to like go through the applications, and then I, I, I loved it. I yeah. really, really loved it, and I enjoyed working for him. But the truth is, then I realized, wait, I'm putting his name as the attorney of record and I'm not building up my portfolio. Yeah. So I took that time and I was like, "I right, great, now I'm on my own. And I still am into taking on those tough applications where a lot of the attorneys are like, no, I don't want it. Because right. there's so many different ways to get it done. For example, looking at the examiner, they have patterns on how they work. So we use a tool, we have a platform in the office where we'll look through that examiner's history. We can look and say, oh, well, this is what she likes to see. Uh- this is why she rejected it or in some case if you hired another attorney like which we end up getting applications they might have submitted something wrong right Mm -hmm. or the examiner for example on one she was like no i'm not going to register this because your client owns this product out here and we're like we looked at it and at first i was like "Ooh, she got us and then i looked further i'm like that's not our client product sis mm -mm, you're on the wrong amazon page that's not it (laughs) and then we were able to push it through. Oh,
1: wow. Right. So, so it's, it's just humans over there, and they're deciding.
0: I mean, yeah. based on,
1: I'm sure, some sort of like foundational, you know. Yeah, they have structure. rules
0: that they follow, right? But then they have lately examiners don't just stick to what you put on your application, right. what we call the four core corners of the document. Right. They're now going out and they go to your website. Now they see what you're doing online. And so they'll reject it, even though you're not applying for that. So that's why it's important to do the brand hacking, because we could be applying for T-shirts and then they'll be like, yeah, but a brand with a similar name sells makeup. And that's a conflict because other makeup companies sell t-shirts. Mm. You're like, but I have no intentions to sell makeup. Mm. Like, what are you talking about? Gotcha. Right. And so these are the difficult cases that we take on or when it's um someone might own a trademark in the state world. Right. Because they're state trademarks right. and then they're federal trademarks. And our clients like, well, I own the state trademark. How did they get the federal? And so now we got to go back and get their trademark mm. or the other. The famous one I like to call is the common law wives, which is what most people are. A common law trademark owner. Right.
1: Common law. <laughs> what?
0: Wives.
1: OK. Common law what?
0: <laughs> they haven't made it official. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're right, walking right. around. They're like, this is my brand. Yeah. Right. And so we call them common law wives because they're not registered, mm-hmm. but they have rights. Mm-hmm. Like common law wives. Right. Oh. And
1: so. <laughs> Hold on. Ariel, is your podcast trademarked? Mm-mm-mm. Get some business about yourself.
0: You. <laughs> I love it. Yes, we do work with entertainers, entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and creators. So yes. definitely, the podcast can be protected. Sure. So we look at, at at all these things because it's not just federal trademarks that are the issue. It's state trademarks. It's common. So a lot of people, a lot of people go out and they're like DIY, mm-hmm. right? Because they're like, I can go Google this. But and which is fine DIY, but understand that if you don't have a proper search done, that common law wife is going to pop up at your wedding Mm.
3: and she's going to say, hey, what
0: are you doing? This is my brand. Right. And there's a problem. Mm. So a lot of times you'll see people go all the way. Sometimes they'll get a certificate and then it gets canceled. Mm. And there are attorneys that will cancel it. Me. Will ca- I will cancel right. it, right? But legitimately, because you don't have that right, mm. right? And that is the first step. Always make sure you own what you are registering. Gotcha. You gotcha. have to own it.
1: Okay. I I had a bunch of questions. The
0: four hundred million dollar catchphrase. You still don't have it.
1: Yes. Uh, no. Okay. So what is the four hundred million dollar catchphrase? Is it cease and desist? <laughs> No. No?
0: This catchphrase, let me give you guys some more tea. This catchphrase was registered in 1992. It makes the owner more money now than they did in the actual job that they were doing to create it. Nope. The catchphrase is, let's get ready to rumble. $400 million he has made on that phrase alone.
1: Hold on. What? Hold on. Let's get ready to rumble. Mm Mm-hmm. The owner of that catchphrase that made four hundred million dollars. Yes. How I don't understand
0: licensing. He owns the trademark on it, and he licensed it out all the time. You see it in movies and things like that. He owns that. He owns so
1: they that. have to pay to. They actually have to use pay that. him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like even like the boxing, you know stuff like that. Yeah, they have to pay, yeah, have to pay him.
0: Yes. And there's such a distinctive way he does it. I wouldn't even try to embarrass myself Let's like get that. ready to rumble! Like that. <laughs> yes.
1: You you if I make money me. off this YouTube video, he you can sue me. Yep, you better yeah. get sued. <laughs> Dang, I I Why did that. you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Edit
0: that out, Joe. <laughs>
1: I'm it. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: I try to be cute, and then you over here, you just go and do it. What are we doing here?
1: David? Oh my gosh! Um, okay. Can we well, edit we that out, Joe? Out? Yeah, Dang, that's crazy. All right, so okay, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. How did how, how can you just register with some words? How can you how can you protect someone from saying something a certain way?
0: Why are you over here, like David? You can protect hashtags you can protect your brand all the way down to your hashtags yes here's what you have to remember these are all elements assets of the brand What? yeah hashtags are protectable so if
1: i did like the the hashtag dorito dave or whatever because like now when somebody searches they'll see a whole bunch of other stuff they can i can give them a cease and desist and have them take the hashtag off of that post do you want to
0: yes okay you heard the man, people. Take down De- Dorito Day And
1: Social Proof. And Social Proof Podcast.
0: Oh. I didn't know you were coming out this Why day. Why? What? You're on retainer. I want every dollar <laughs> worth. <laughs> I want every David month. said he does use his retainer money. Yeah. Y'all. He does. <laughs> Before David was on retainer, I heard from him every other month. Oh. Now David on retainer oh, every 100%. day. Okay? I, Be you know, like, I so think that's the ill part
1: of having a, an attorney <laughs> okay. on retainer. Because when I think of something, I'm like, "Yo, let's just
0: right away." Yeah, but, I mean, that's, you know. but see, now you understand that, right? Before you're like, "I don't need an attorney on retainer." Now you're like, "Everything that comes out, every contract, yeah. everything." You're like, "Do it." But that is the confidence that it adds to you. Like I tell people all the time, it's not even what you think it is. It's the confidence yeah. that it adds to your business. That knowing Sense. that you have that, but that's how they get that twenty percent additional in revenue, right? Because they have that confidence to invest more time and money in their brand. Once it's, they know it's protected, a lot of people are sitting around going, Oh, I don't want my brand stolen. I want my brand stolen. Can I just tell you something, David? You want them to steal your brand. Ah, so I kind of want somebody. It's gonna happen. Ooh, it's yeah. gonna happen. You think Nike is sitting around going, "I hope no one don't make no They're fake like, Nike." I pray somebody. No. A they, yes, because it's gonna happen when you are the leader in the market. When you are innovator, you are going to have that happen to you, right? Mm. But there's a big difference. This is why your customer experience is so important. Because there's a difference between when I ride in a Mercedes and when I ride in a Honda. We on the same road, but it feels different and you know it. Yeah. Right? Sure. You know 100%. it. That's the difference, right? So although there might be imitators out there and they may be people copying, that's why you have these protections in place. Because mm-hmm. your brand experience, your customer experience is gonna be different. And then you have that enforcement to back it up. So at some point or another, someone's gonna notice, oh, you rub in your Gucci, the glasses are, are are you know the logo is coming off. Things are a bit funny. The quality is not the same. Mm-hmm. You question that, right? Yeah. And you know when you didn't get the authentic thing, and then you have oh, and you know there's border patrol that you can enforce your rights at the border,
1: gotcha, right? Gotcha. To
0: stop counterfeit. Mm-hmm. But you're more in the in the service based creation content to, uh, space. Oh,
1: fam. <laughs> oh, so this is a question that Go I have. Ahead. Let's say I had a let's say I had a logo. That's right? mm-hmm. a hypothetical situation. Let's say there was a logo that was created ten years ago.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That let's say Joe have been Joe's been using it for the last 10 years. Okay. I don't know where you can see that? Thanks, Joe. <laughs> I don't let's say Joe doesn't know where the original creator of the logo is, but he trademarks the logo. Trademarked mm-hmm. it a while ago.
0: He doesn't know who created it.
1: He doesn't. Maybe he knows, but he doesn't know where that person is.
0: Can I tell you that would be a case where you would definitely want your lawyer to do their best to find that person, especially if you don't want that person to, like, come back and claim rights. But can I just say it's not a common thing to happen, right? Okay. All
1: right. So this actually happened to me. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. So this logo, okay? <laughs> this logo. So one uh, well, of my homegirls, Yvette, um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: super talented person. Like when I was first building it, mm-hmm. she was uh, she created the logo.
0: Okay, right?
1: And I paid her okay for the logo. I'm sure I'm sure she would agree on that. And she was—we we did a whole bunch of stuff, and then mm-hmm. I, I think she, um, I think she kind of went a different direction with like her the work that she was doing, and wanted to get into a different. She's just super talented. Where is she? I don't know.
0: You tried to find her? No. I mean, so there's another place that another thing that we can do is skip tracing, right? So that was so, just in real estate. <laughs> What's that? I, no, I we do it I, in legal too because sometimes we, we have to serve people. You got to be able to find them. So sometimes we can be able to look through records and find them.
1: Let me see if she's on my Facebook. My okay. Friend, I just haven't looked. You is are really this, worried
0: about her coming for you in this I'm logo. trying to
1: remember this. La- <laughs>
0: that David, that's something last that we're going to have to find her. If it, you, know, you Because no matter how to.
1: long, even if I paid 10 yes. years ago.
0: Yes, we do need to find her. We can find her.
1: We can find her.
0: Yeah, a lot of what we do requires prayer, patience, and positivity.
1: I'm out of search email. Oh, I got, I found it. See, I found an email, and she had mad stuff. You like that one? So, what happens if? Okay, yeah, she did mad. I just literally searched her name and stuff from 2012. 2011. Is she active, David? I don't know.
0: Okay, David, send me her link, and we'll get the documents so we can get you taken care of.
1: That's crazy. She did, yo. Look at this, Joe. Come here real quick, Joe. Look at this. Oh, I don't know that. Maybe that's not there.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: So that design that he's wearing right now, she made that joint. She, I think she made that. No days off joint. The design that you're wearing today. This 2011. 2011. All right. So what would I have to do?
0: So we would send her a release document. Which is basically her signing over the intellectual property rights. Here's here.
1: my thing, though.
0: Oh, Lord, David. If
1: I'm sending, if I'm sending that now, you don't think she'd be like, "Hmm." Hold but up. so
0: that's when you finesse is it up. Hold on.
1: Should <laughs> I get it going? Convers- out?
0: No, you have conversations like, "Hey, I'm." officially still using it and I want to make sure everything's all taken care of and you always most of my clients just blame it on the legal department from right? a
1: personal standpoint you think I should just call yes i think I should just hit her up like
0: yes you shouldn't hey, have me go, go over on. first. Like v- the first thing she shouldn't receive is a note from me. She should have a conversation with you, especially that. since you called her out by name, mentioned her several She's times, and now people are going to search your page to find her. Uh, yeah, I don't I think they'll find her
1: because she she never really been like a big social media person. Super talented person though.
0: Well, David, you've now made it clear that you need to talk to her. Don't be David in this situation. Okay. I uh, know. I gotta. I
1: gotta <laughs> to what I say sometimes. This is great. But she's super talented. All right, so I'm going to reach out. I wonder if she still got the same email address.
0: You see this? He's still contemplating this. Guys, do not be David. We are saying right now, David, just send the email or DM and then we'll clean it up on the back end. You see how your lawyer is sitting here like guiding you not to do and it? And I do
1: feel more comfortable <laughs> He's just area. doing it. <laughs> He's, yeah. just, he's just like, let I'm me not, give Kendra I, okay. extra work. I'm going to leave this alone, but yes, yeah, he for sure made destroy.
0: joint. Yay. Right. Okay. okay, Now that you've now given me more work on air to do before <laughs> it airs, <laughs> thank you. We'll Let's get to take you it taken care of before it airs. Let's
1: thank go. You. Okay, all right.
0: So we own the brand. We register a trademark. Okay, let me
1: program. ask you this question. Last question about this situation. Mm-hmm. Never mind, because I'm going to say it then.
0: I'm keep you know. trying to keep him out. See how when your lawyer is trying to keep you out and you Shut want to mouth, keep. your
1: mouth, David. Stop talking. Right? <laughs> you see, you you be the type of guy, y'all in court, and she's trying to get you off for something. Right? But I'm like, no, no, no. Yep. No, she made the joint, but you're uh, <laughs> like, like, yo, do the whole case. Shut up. <laughs> but you
0: guys see how I'm finessing him out of it, but he still keeps trying to take uh, us back this there.
1: Curiosity it's because he is very, um, very. Very. Okay, very, let's talk about Joe's brand.
0: He Don't took, do that to Joe. No, no, no,
1: no. This is good. This is a good question. Okay. But he took the living single, like the living single logo, right? And it's, it's, it's called Living Bless. Why? It's a logo flip, right? <clears throat> so, can he trademark it?
0: <clears throat> so, what he would have is called a design mark. So that's an issue. So right now, Publix and a pharmacy company are having issues because they took the Publix P and used it for their pharmacy mm. P and they drew the line down further and it looks very similar to the Publix logo. Mm. So, no, you don't want to play around with other people's logo designs. Now, does Living and Single have a trademark on it? We don't know. Do they have a copyright on it? Who knows? They probably Maybe know. may, you don't know. You'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. Because back in the day, brands weren't as like on it like they are now. Like, you know, Baby Shark. Mm-hmm. They registered a trademark for Mommy Shark, Daddy Shark, Grandma Shark, Sister Shark, Shark Shark. They weren't playing. Sure. Right? But back in the day, you know, living single is a long, long time ago. So, and then it might not even be um, active. So, sometimes brands, which and is an actual might not thing, be apparel. It might not be apparel, but sometimes a lot, of, but, but again, remember, it doesn't have to be the same class, right? It uh-huh. has to be something that will cause confusion, right? So remember back in the day, um, I was actually going to say there are a lot of brands who let their trademarks die. Mm-hmm. And someone actually made it their thing to like go and find old trademarks and regist- re-register that. That's a and- business
1: model. But here's
0: the little slippery slope now. Remember, there's still state trademarks and common law. Just because your federal common law lapse doesn't mean you may not still have common law rights. Mm. Right. So I always call them when people see a dead trademark in a USPTO, they're like, but it's dead. I'm like, it's a zombie, honey. It's a zombie because you don't know if it's dead. dead. It's dead in the USPTO, mm. but they still even have a time frame where they can re-register it. They still have things that they can do. So please don't ever be fooled by a dead one.
1: Gotcha, Okay, because
0: it's not always dead. Yeah. Right? So it's not always dead. So let's just make sure we recap because you have me going down... Several rabbit holes, David, that almost got us arrested. OK, <laughs> one, David now has verified he owns his brand. Yes. Two, he's registered it and now he has a chain for it. Yes. Three, he has the social media. He yes. has the website. Yes. Right. And now he's doing the monitoring and he's hired me and I'm doing the enforcement. Yes. We also do monitoring. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think one other step is to look at the whole brand. Because again, your sleep is for suckers has expanded. And so another thing that happens is people will register things 10 years ago and go, okay, I'm registered. But now your business, let's say you registered and in the beginning, all you offered were hair care products, which is a very common Mm. thing. Now you've expanded, you do facials and you offer bags and now you have swag. Mm. These are all different classes. So trademarks are class specific. Right. And so we've had clients that registered years ago and they're like, okay, I need to now register. And they attempted to register on their own. And what happened is they ran into someone else's application that had registered in that class that they now sell products in. So now you own the brand in one class, but you don't own it in the other class. So this is why it's so important that you spend the time putting that strategy behind it and We spend a lot of time thinking about the future of your brand. We get on the calls and you're like, Kendra, what class? That class. I'm not there yet. And I'm like, David, if you understand like the brand that you're building, you're building a, you have not building, you have a media brand, then these are all the different places you're going to end up. And so we need to start moving in that direction Mm -hmm. to make sure you're protected because 10 years from now, who knows who's registered in that space? Yeah. So that's also one of the things that we do, right? Gotcha. Because we're thinking again—you're building a portfolio, mm-hmm. and the portfolio isn't. Oh, I'm just going to think about it when I want it. Right. It's like future thinking. Your your future portfolio at that.
1: Gotcha. With the whole "let's get ready to rumble" thing, right? <laughs> Where they they yeah. trademarked it.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: they use that, but it, but it's not it's not the words. It's the way they use it in a movie. Let's that's
0: say his words.
1: But you can't say so. It, let's say, for instance. There's a, a scene, a school fight after school. And one of the characters, characters say, let's get ready to rumble.
0: Mm-hmm. He gets paid.
1: He gets paid. He gets paid. Okay. What about Nike? Would just do it.
0: If so there's a movie. It's remember it's class, right? So if Nike took the time to register it for that class, then yes. So that's another way of expanding your protection, right? Mm-hmm. So let's get ready to rumble. Just like Nike is expanded through other classes. Right now they have NFTs, like they're registering for NFTs. They're registering for the metaverse. They are registering for virtual products. Right. I hope you're already starting to think about that. We'll have conversations so about right that now. later.
1: This is the first time I actually thought about that.
0: Well, because then think about it. When you think about the metaverse, it adds another level to your customer experience. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole nother set of classes to that. Now you're thinking, OK, you know, again, trademarks, I call this the petty Hold on Real quick
1: is Metaverse uh, its own thing or that's Facebook? I believe that's
0: Facebook. They Metaverse. Right.
1: Metaverse is the actual place.
0: But Metaverse is a place. Yeah, and then they're Meta and then they have Metaverse.
2: Try the morning meetup today for just one dollar.
1: Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. Whew. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: No, yeah. Yeah, okay. they're meta
0: and yeah. then they own Metaverse is their own virtual space.
1: Dang. Oh uh, well, okay
0: So Shans first.
1: Get a trademark. Let's get it done. Let's get it done.
0: <laughs> so in, in creating this virtual experience, it goes, but it still goes back to the platforms of what you're doing in your brand.
1: Hold on, real quick. Are they are classes being created like on a regular basis? Like now there are, are
0: some classes that they're doing specifically for it based upon the description. Okay. Right? right. So they'll put but what you are thinking of and you should be thinking of is, again, this is all back to the customer experience. What are they going to smell when, when they enter your virtual space? Smell is something that can be protected by trademark mm. law. You ever go into a Verizon store? Mm. They have a specific smell. I really? mean, I don't, yeah, I don't personally have a Verizon store. I don't use Verizon. But, but I have been in their stores and I did realize it has a signature smell. They register that, David. Dang. Hey. You can have a Shan's signature smell.
1: Dang, yeah, that's the ill part of like registering your brilliance. The stuff that we come up with in our head.
0: Of
3: course. We need
1: to, we, I mean, us, you know, average entrepreneurs or whatever. Yes. We really don't look at it as, you know, that serious. We just do stuff.
0: I know. And that's what, that's the scary part because yeah. what you create, you should protect. For me, right? I look at it as brands can outlive people, right? What you create True. can outlive you. Right. And so with that understanding, I'm thinking of I'm working. No offense, David. Yeah, I work for you. But I'm thinking about your great, 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 great grandkids that are going to receive those checks. That's what I'm thinking about. When Mm -hmm. we're building out this portfolio, I'm like, what else can we put in here that he can license or sell in the future that they're going to make money from? Because, you know, I love Disney, but Disney isn't making all those things you see Mickey Mouse on. And you see Mickey Mouse everywhere. Right. And that is a part of their portfolio. Licensing it. Right. So let's get ready to rumble. He's licensed it for movies, for products, for TV shows, like, he just licensed it out and they pay him. They actually even pay him sometimes to do the actual phrase himself, right? right? So your catchphrase...
3: brilliant.
0: Yeah, I'm just waiting for you to send me that catchphrase you want to register. Social
1: proof. I don't want people to use social proof for nothing. For No nothing. movies, no name of a movie, no name of an album, nothing.
0: Not even the album? You don't want me to use it for K500?
1: No, no, what I'm saying, what's that? My album. <laughs> what? Okay.
0: I just, like, I just got a rap out. Right, right, yeah, sure. You didn't no, even pick that when I said 500, David. You just left that there. K500, what's that? Him
1: 500. Oh, <laughs> oh register me day 500 too. <laughs> anyway, no, but here's the thing. I want to be able to say nobody use, like if, if somebody mentions the word social proof in a movie, I need my, I need my bread.
0: So you got to look at your classes. Right? Trademarks are, remember, it's about the classes. So you register in specific we classes. Get movies and music? A way. And you got to use it. Now.
1: Okay.
0: So. Don't miss that part.
1: Yeah, Don't that, miss one that over part. My head. explain it.
0: Okay. So you have to use it. Trademarks require you to use it. So if, let's say, for example, you want to register Social Proof and it's class 41 is entertainment. Yes. Right? So. You would enter, do something in the entertainment space for that. Maybe,
1: Maybe do podcast.
0: No, podcast isn't 41. Or you can do a music album, but it doesn't have to be the exact same thing to cause confusion. Remember, it has to be close enough. So 41, if you're already in there, which I believe you already are mm-hmm. for podcast, then if they do a movie, then that's close enough to cause an issue.
1: So you if someone what? says the word social proof in a movie.
0: Oh God, David! If
1: they're like one scene, I'm,
0: I'm just trying to be but clear. But remember, let's get ready to rumble is usually done in a fight scene.
1: promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights. Take your brand to new heights. Take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay? I'll see you at the summit. and Don't forget to use promo code Big deal. Yes.
0: That's indicating that we're going to fight and that's how it's used for I that see. brand. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, okay.
0: So if someone in the movie has a so- social proof podcast or they're creating a t-shirt brand they put in social proof for sleep is for suckers yes but you have to remember so before i send out the letter david i will do the research right i know you about to send everybody a social proof everybody i mean everybody
1: hey Ariel, did you ever say the name social proof in your podcast (laughs)
0: <laughs> she's registering domains as we speak. That's another thing that you have to do is lock down your domain, yeah. right? Because that's important. It's connected to your brand. For sure. Like if you ever went to like Nike, they own everything you can think of Would just yeah. do it. And then there's Apple, like they register even the product names, like iPhone, iPad, iThis, I, you know, they register gotcha. it all. Okay. So that's important.
1: Give me, Give me a scenario that a client came to you and you just couldn't help them.
0: That doesn't exist. Really? David, what well, part of You've never
1: been in t- such a tough si- like, it's such a tough situation where you couldn't. There's nothing, it was out of your hands. No. You to go.
0: I don't, so I don't I, I think a you lot of Olivia people. You're
1: the Olivia Pope of Trademarks. That's what you're telling me?
0: I'm the Olivia Pope of Trademarks, but it's more than that. It's about their entire brand. The brand so I look I Every single thing. This is my jam.
1: Can you give me one of your hardest fights and like, yo, we we got it done. I know they're all. It's, I know I'm a hmm, fight. This is a you, good one.
0: Can I? Can I think for a moment? Yeah, absolutely. That's the hardest fight that I didn't think we were gonna get done.
1: Yeah, like it was a mountain they brought to you, and you're like,
0: ah. David, I'm five five on with heels on. You know? <laughs> um, so everything's kind of mountain oh, a down here, but. Um, Let me see. David, I can't think of one. No? No, I do. I will say this. When we're looking at it, when we're listening, and I have to learn how to decipher what my client's saying and what's really happening in the paperwork, right? So sometimes... It'll look like it's no way to get it done. And then we'll find a loophole. Like we're constantly looking for new loopholes. Can
1: you think of a loophole that you've like, I want to, I just want to like. You an want example. a good loophole. A good loophole. A and juicy I,
0: one that we found. And I know
1: you have, right. You got a lot of clients. Yes. So I know it's all running in your head. If you could think of one, I just mm. want to know like, what is one of those get overs? You know what I mean? Like. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. 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 Well, I mean, but it. we just, we literally just got this approved. like Okay. So our client has a phrase that they want to use for a T-shirt, right? And the USPTO examiner rejected it, rejected it, rejected it. So we let it sit. Remember, prayer, patience, and positivity. That's how I move through all of these applications. So we let it sit and we're like, all right, no problem. So we were monitoring what the other person was doing with the brand because my client he played in the NFL and he's like, I want this. This is my thing. You know, so we're like, all right. We, he's just like, keep monitoring it, keep monitoring it. And we actually waited. The other person's application, um, they ended up being an intent to use. Meaning mean? they didn't use it yet. Okay. But because they filed before our client, they had priority in application number. So what the USPTO does, even though our client had used it first, the USPTO said, hey, this person filed before you, you have to wait to see what their outcome is. So we had to wait to see what was going on with their application. first. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Our application was suspended. So uh-huh. then when they they didn't so intend to use it, they get what's called a notice of allowance. I know you guys are like, what, what? No, no, so I'm, they, I'm they get I'm a tracking. notice of allowance, which means, oh, you're allowed to use it, but they don't get a certificate. You have to use it in order to get the certificate. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. They keep filing extensions because you can file extensions. Mm. And then finally, they do use it and then we're like okay let's go ahead and file to cancel the registration because our client has priority of right. use so we open up the proceeding and we're going in we're getting ready to do this proceeding and they we get what's called a default judgment so we're like yay we won they went and hired an With attorney default, default means they didn't respond back so the court automatically Ruled in our favor, oh, gotcha. so default Good. in our favor. So we're excited, right? We're like, we got a default. But in the usbto they give you an additional thirty days after issuing a default for the person to respond back. So they waited on the thirtieth day at eleven fifty
3: eight p.m. Oh, wow. at night.
0: The attorney files a motion of a, like they file a appearance for new counsel, and then when when they did that, they filed to reopen the case. So we're like. Right. So then we went ahead. We go all the way through. Um, we go all the way through up until it was time for us to do arguments. Mm-hmm. And what happened was their attorney dropped off the case. Well, this brand is in China. Mm -hmm. And since they're not U.S. citizens, they're required to have representation in the U.S. Mm. And when that attorney dropped off the case, they no longer had representation. And so we immediately filed and said, hey, they do not meet the requirements. They no longer have representation. And we were able to end it that way.
1: Dang. But you really got to be on it. All
0: the time. We're on it all the time. There are other so then there's there's another so the USPCO is moving really slow you know that so the other there's another strategy that we've come up with to help progress our clients' applications through faster we'll go through that with you later I don't want to you can't talk about that right now I don't want to talk about it right now because I think that that's a really cool strategy oh that's eh, yeah it's an amazing sauce gotcha it's but I will say I've been seeing a lot more um high profile celebrities use it.
1: Gotcha. It's gotcha. becoming
0: a very important strategy for them because USPTO is moving so fast. Cool. Yeah. But there are ways. There are ways. So we were able to get it done that way. Another client, they had their application rejected because the examiner was looking at the logo that was a logo that they no longer use. And the examiner was like, okay, well, your products in this logo don't match. And that was a rejection. And right. they kept every, they just kept getting bounced back, bounced back. And they retained us. And we were just like, hey, your logo doesn't match. Right. That's an issue. Yeah. Or we had a client that was trying to get on the Amazon registry, which is an important thing if you want that Amazon store. And they kept getting rejected from Amazon. And we looked at it and they're like, Kendra, what's wrong? We have this registered. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh, you changed your logo. That's another thing to remember. When you change your logo and you have a trademark registered, guess what? You need a new trademark registration.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. hmm
0: So ah, even if you man. move one of those extra dollar signs or you added some more dollar signs that, you know, you are changing that logo. Gotcha. You gotta get that re-registered.
1: Man. Yeah, I wanna take a time to add for anybody that's in a situation, um, or you got a question for Kendra. I just want to open it up. If you have a question, yeah, in that that chair. Yeah, somebody would have to sit in that chair. Absolutely. (laughs) Because I I think this is so, this is, this is, this. this, yeah. So that's the question and answer chair right there.
0: He he didn't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we switched it up, man. We upgraded. You know what I mean? Process. Yeah. So, yeah, sit down. So that, yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. What you got? So I came all the way from New York for this. Really? Yes. Dang, that's crazy. I'm about to leave. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I really got to go home. Where have you been, ma'am? I've been looking for somebody like for you. For me? But, well, not oh. you, David. I know where to find you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, for sure. You were talking real spicy. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, that trademark stuff is one of the reasons why I'm here. So, <gasps> I, Hold on. Hold
1: on. Is that your brand right there? David, do not look at it. Yes, it is. So... The you know the um the entrepreneur the radical. I do is that why you're here
2: Yes.
0: <gasps> Wait, what's going on?
1: Oh, you're the guy. So my so my friend has a brand. It looks like that, right? It's like I'm Neil's mentee. You're Neil's mentee. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Are Niels. you suing
1: Neil?
2: I'm the guy that came from New York. Yes. <gasps> you're suing him. Yeah. I'm not. No, <laughs> David.
0: He's not suing. I'm Neil's
2: mentee. I came to the meetup yesterday to meet everyone. He's oh. not
0: suing Neo. Let's get clear. Okay, you're okay. Bro. You're
2: not- <laughs> oh, no, he's saying he's like, this is a reason. Neo I'm here.
0: has a lawsuit for that design. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yes. Oh, okay. no, no. Nothing like that, no.
0: I mean, <clears throat> I mean. David,
1: no. Well, let me ask you this, though.
0: Uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay, all right.
1: What's your question?
0: <laughs> so...
2: I just wanted to get more sauce on protecting the brand. So it's that important protecting the brand? Like,
0: I really came here just to hear this. I mean, so is it that important? That's a great question. Your brand is everything. Mm -hmm. You have to put something on your product. You have to put something on your service. You have to put something on your business card, right? Let's say you go, okay, Kendra, well, I want a no brand. Okay, well, they're going to identify you. They're going to say, oh, it's the brown bottle or it's the white label or it's the yellow text. That's all a part of your brand. Colors, fonts, text, like all those things are a part of it. So it's everything. And when people think about that, they're like, whoa, it's a part of everything I do for selling. Of course, I need to protect it. Right? Because let's say one of your competitors decide, okay, you're the brown bottle brand. Okay, we're going to hop into brown bottles too. How are they going to tell the difference? Right. Mm. It's all about protecting your competitive advantage. If you look at it that way, you understand like every part of my brand needs to be protected. Right. Because all of those things add to what your bottom line. All of those things. I could have brought David's certificate by hand and say, here's your certificate, right? By putting it in a box, by putting the tissue, like all of those things are important to his experience. And he was very happy. David actually danced.
1: Yeah, I I danced. He did
0: a shimmy, you know. Absolutely. Right. So, yes, it is very important because you don't want someone else using the same name and getting your customers or your services. And sometimes they might be bad experiences. Right. Like, for example, in in Florida, where I live in South Florida, there's a restaurant called Toasted and then there's a restaurant called Untoasted.
1: Mm.
0: You you would think someone might say, maybe we shouldn't be called that. And we actually visited both of them, and while we were at Toasted, they were complaining because at least five Uber drivers came in and was like, "Oh, I'm here to pick up the order for Untoasted," <laughs> and they're like, "We're not; they're not even in the that's same crazy. city."
1: And that's they happening like, every day, I'm sure.
0: Every day, every day. And I'm like, "How annoying is that?" Yeah. And they're leaving bad, and they get their bad reviews because people are just like Toasted on Toasted is the same right. thing, right? Yeah. So yes, that is why if they had an attorney now. Almost was like mm, I'm off today. This is just entertaining, but if they actually did pay attention to monitor, they would stop that, right? Because that is an issue. Now their reputation is connected to the bad one, and they're the good one, and they're getting all this blowback, and it happens all the time. So yes, Damn. that is important because you gotta, you gotta, you have to be known in the marketplace in order for people to purchase from you, right? Damn.
1: Good. I'm glad um, that was your question because I thought I was going to have to fight you. I'm fighting all I know. I saw that. He was I'm ready to tuck his chain in. In. You saw my friend were fighting. All he right, was ready
2: I'm to I'm... put
0: the chain away. He was like, Kendra, hold the chain. <laughs> I'm going to take this outside. <laughs> he was ready. He was ready.
1: I'm here for all of this. Good question, Look, good, question, good question, man. Good question. Thank you. All right, cool. Next um, question. Let's do it. Uh, this is
0: fun. You like that one? That was good. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I have a question about. I know a little bit about it, but I I would like to expand on the TM and R when it comes to branding and how important do you have to have that on your logo at all times. And what does that mean? The difference in the the TM and R? Oh, that's a great question. So TM (laughs) could mean and it could mean a number of things. Right. It could either mean that they are a pending trademark application. They can mean that they're using it as a trademark, or it can mean they saw it on somebody else and they were like, oh, I need to put this too. What really, really, really carries power and weight is the R in a circle, it means registered, federally protected. When mm. you get that R, you come over here, right? You mm. put a ring on it. You good. Mm. When you don't have that R, don't, you just out here. You're a common law wife.
1: So TM just looks cool.
0: TM looks cool. It means like sometimes people use it. Sometimes they didn't get it registered. They might be a state registration, but R registered is the only time it can only be me. You're federally registered. Is my project. joint registered? Yes, David, you're good. Now what if? <laughs> Now, as far as like putting it on there, what's yeah, my the certificate? I'm a, sorry, go ahead. What if somebody puts an R on something and it hasn't been registered? I mean, there are lots of people that do that. Mm-hmm. It, it depends. If they run across the right attorney or whoever that's going to look at it and say, oh, it's not registered, a lot of people do that because they don't understand why it's there. They just think it's a design element. Right. Because you see it on a lot of big mm-hmm. brands. So you're like, oh, OK, I'm a brand now. Let me put an R in it. Right. But no, it's actually there because it's registered.
1: Yeah, I think I did that one time. Like I had got the bank account. I said, oh, I'm going to throw my R on. it." nobody is <laughs> it. I got the domain. It's an R on that joint. OK. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good but som-
0: if someone else really searches it, then, you know, it's an issue. Right.
1: Good. So realistically, it's just a visual to,
2: to
0: make you see yeah. like you on a point even if you might not be. But if you do do it, then obviously it holds some weight. Definitely don't want you using use an R unless you're registered. Mm-hmm. Let's be absolutely clear here, right? Yeah. You don't want to use R unless you register because someone can look that up. So when you're registered, everything you file with the USPTO is public right? Everything. That's why we make it a point to make sure we go over certain things. So if you're not registered and you're claiming to be registered or your registration isn't active, people can see that, right? Some people literally wait around until things go dead and then they register it and then they make you spend money to try to get your stuff back. So that is why it's important that you don't use ours unless you're actually registered and you don't, Put certain things out there until you are actually to that point, right?
4: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: Because people look through those things all the time. That's how I knew Kim Kardashian was coming out with certain things before she was coming out with mm-hmm. it, because I saw her trademark registration Ooh, applications.
3: Gotcha.
1: Good, yeah. good. All right. One One more. One more.
0: This is really,
1: really good. I I, got to get off this podcast before I say something.
0: Yes, please do. I wanted to add that, you know, a lot of people forget that you're building a brand and you're building a business, right? Right. Your brand can actually outlive your business. Sure. Right. Look at AT AT&T. It went out of business. And Bell bought it.
1: AT&T went out of business? Yes. Did really? you guys
0: forget that? It was bought by Bell South. Oh, and goodness. Bell South rebranded everything. Remember Singular Wireless? Yeah. Yeah, what is that now? AT&T. AT&T. They rebranded under it oh, because wow. it was a stronger brand. So you could be a really sucky business owner, but you can build an amazing brand and still make millions.
1: I like it. I like it. What you got, brother? Yeah, that was really interesting. Um, so I guess for me, my, my question is the 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 new entrepreneur. Like when you have all these ideas, what, 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 what advice would you give the person who has ideas for like t-shirts and, uh, you know, production companies and, and, and etc. Because you know, I, I know that trademarks can get, get a little pricey at times. <laughs>
0: That is such a great question. So one of the things I think we do a lot of in the firm is in addition to being legal counsel, we also spend a lot of time on planning and strategy for our clients and understanding that when are you going to bring certain things to market? Right. Because even like you, I have a a ton of them constantly, like coming up with new things, new phrases. I keep it in my book. And the weird thing about the universe is you're not the only person that that came to you. Right. And but Understanding that with trademark law, if you're doing trademarks, it you have to use it. We do have what's intend to use, which is, hey, I haven't used it yet, but I intend to use it in the future that we can file. Yes, that can obviously increase your legal costs if every single thing you're filing intend to use but it really all depends. That's when you sit down, you say, Kendra, we have like a brain dump session where you're like, OK, these are all the things I want to do. And then we're like, OK, but which ones are you actually going to bring to market within the next 90 days, within the next year? And so then we can map out, you can lay out where you need to go as far as registrations. Right. Because. A lot of what you come up with may just be really cool catchphrases and things like that, that you can add to your portfolio, but you may not make it your main product. So you want to always start off with like your main product or your main service, protecting, protect your money, <laughs> right? Sure. Protect your money. And then you could add on the different things you do around it.
1: Good. 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 Kendra, this has uh, been very, very helpful, uh, very, very dangerous for me. And uh, very insightful. You know what I mean? Um, But why? Because I'll be saying, I'll be...
0: This is actually good. You have a really good portfolio. I had another question I
1: was going to ask you, and I was like, yo, that's going to get me in trouble.
0: Please stop. (laughs) At
1: least I'm recognizing that.
0: Okay, but you have an amazing portfolio you're building. And I think that's key, right? A lot of it sounds scary in the beginning because a lot of it is not information that you know about. Mm. It's not what we normally talk about. A lot of people are like, let me just get an LLC. But getting your LLC can even get you sued, right? Mm. Your LLC or your corporation name is someone else's trademark can get you sued. Right. If someone else owns a trademark on that name and you use it, we actually had a client retain us for that. You can get sued. So running out there and just setting up a business without actually having a conversation with a brand protection attorney or a trademark lawyer is, right. is going to be important. can be detrimental to you because, again, every single thing you do is connected to that brand that you're building.
1: I feel so comfortable. I feel secure. You should I feel like I got like my big brother, my big sister, like I could just walk around freely and do whatever I want cuz I'm like yo Kendra, <laughs> they bother me. Slow <laughs> down, brother. That's okay. on the podcast.
0: But we you know for clients like David, we do have local attorneys that handle local issues too mm. because we have a network of over 50 attorneys. And so we have one in every state. So we do have like, if there's a local issue, a business matter that is local, we do bring them in. Right. Yeah. Because that's important, but I don't think it's scary. I think when you're thinking about this, understanding that this scary is. sure, if you
1: don't have an attorney, like somebody advising you.
0: Yes. You know, DIY can go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, there are always, there's good, better, best, right? Good. You DIY it. You, you, you know, I'll leave you there. Better hire an attorney, right? Hire us, let us do it for you. Or, you know, well, actually the best is hire an attorney, right? Sure. The better would be, okay, you consult with an attorney before you do it, mm-hmm. right? And I tell people all the time, yes, I understand that you might think legal cost is expensive, but honestly, it's more expensive if you do it wrong. That's a fact. Rebranding is way <clears throat> more expensive than, than my monthly retainer, yeah. okay? Yeah. And you have your name on lots of things. Yeah, I
1: filed filed my first trademark myself. Yeah, and then I had to pay again because I did it wrong, and then I did it wrong again, and then I just hired an attorney. So just I paid three times the amount I was supposed to pay just because I was just out here.
0: Yeah, but if I know, I wanted to get through more of the steps, but I think they're gonna have to get the checklist because we didn't get a chance. Okay,
1: what's the check? Hold on, before we get there, I gotta do a commercial. I gotta pay some bills. Goodness gracious, Joe, you know it's your fault, right? I didn't tell people to subscribe to the podcast. Hmm, Tell them now. Whose fault is it? Yours. No, it's not, Joe. Remember when we talked about it, you was going to remind me in the beginning. (laughs) Is everybody subscribed to the podcast? Are you subscribed to my podcast? On your podcast? No. No, 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 no. no, no. 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 That's (laughs) not the same. Go on your, yes, go on your podcast app. You got the podcast app. It comes on every Apple phone. You want to do it? Well, go to Spotify. Spotify, Yeah, Spotify.
2: <laughs> and Google Play.
1: Spotify, YouTube, or Apple. This is why I need everybody in this room. Y'all got a phone? You already, you already following? Follow the podcast. It costs you nothing. It's free. So exactly. if you sat here and you enjoyed the episode or you ever listened to it, it's almost, you should feel responsible. You should feel an obligation to at least, at least follow the podcast on the podcast app. Do you see it? Go to Social Proof Podcast and at the top right, it it says Follow, (laughs) or on YouTube and on YouTube, David Never Sleeps. Hit subscribe. We really need that. Okay, thank you so much. I do got to ask you. um, I'll ask you that after I do this commercial. Do it. Okay, cool. This episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, TheMorningMeetup.com, the only organization that gathers every single day to teach, coach, and have a network of entrepreneurs. We have literally 450 to 550 people on a call, Zoom call, every single morning live. And I'll be on that thing. Oh, I love
0: that. I Coaching. love that.
1: One. You want to be on,
0: right?
1: Yeah, I'll come back, of course. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you killed it the first time. We're going to have you back before the end of the year. I think, like, before the end of the year, you need to have, we need to have you on. Yes. Yes. You have yours. Brand protection. Back on. Um, So go to themorningmeetup.com. It is a dollar. I still got a dollar trial. They just get to try it out for a dollar. If they like it, they can stay at $79 a month. If you don't like it, you just leave. It's all good. My feelings aren't hurt, but it's the most amazing community in the world. So go to themorningmeetup.com. Okay. Kendra, I got to ask you a question. For one, this was uh, healthy for all of us. Good. Uh I like to make predictions on the podcast. Okay. And I want to know where you see yourself in the next five years. So that I can watch this five years from today. Mm. And I could pull it up. And I say, Kendra said she was going to be doing this. She said she was going to be here five years ago. Look, she's here.
0: And that's that's a good one. You know, I really want to think about this for a second because I do manifest a lot of what I want. Take your time. Yeah.
1: Take your time. Mm. You got a second.
0: Five, think through five it. Years.
1: Five years. Five years. What do you see?
0: Man, I see brand protector managing and protecting a multi-billion dollar Ooh,
1: portfolio. You better talk about it. Talk about it.
0: Yeah. our I want to see our You got all these
1: multi-millionaires. It's now time to hit yeah. the multi-billionaires.
0: Yeah. We're in the millions. We manage them. You know, our portfolio, portfolio is in the millions, but I want it to be in the billions. Yeah, right. sure. I mean, we, and I, I'm not saying I'm impressed by our portfolio. Like, I am. Everyone that's like. in it, I've I've legitimately feel like believe that their brand can get there. Like we have Stephen Marley in there. Who's that? Stephen Marley, Stephen Marley, the Marley. Last, the last oh. You just need to know Marley, just David. Marley. Huh? Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Bob Marley son- How am I supposed to know that? All, all you, you need like, to hear is Marley. Marley. Y'all, y'all, no, y'all saying like it was Jay Z. The whole room. Context,
1: context, co- context clues would have said Marley.
2: Marley.
0: Oh. He's a Marley.
1: That's like you saying, um No, no, I, he's
0: reggae royalty. <laughs> but,
1: but that's like you saying, I'm I'm protecting uh uh Larry Jordan.
0: No, nah, don't do and it. You don't know who Larry Jordan nah, is? Yeah, don't do it, David
1: don't do it Montel Jordan's son he's like no, what no I do no, Jordan's son no, no. <laughs> I don't know there's
0: only one Marley family come on right now there's
1: some Marleys out there no here.
0: but when you think if you know Stephen Marley isn't just his son he actually has his own career he won Grammy Awards of oh, his own okay, right bet. so he's not Michael Jordan's son no offense they they didn't win championship rings but I was talking about Montel Jordan oh well, see? He's, see my mom went to his play. church oh. the other day she went to his church oh, in okay. Florida Thank yeah he's pr- I like him this is how we do it um <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, you know it's so funny
1: and it's, it's not funny it was, was were uh this is like years ago we we're at a church and he performed this is how we do it
0: church version
1: it was the song it was
0: he did the friday night or he said sunday morning no
1: friday like oh. the whole i mean he didn't cuss but he
0: didn't does he cuss in the original i don't remember I mean, so, no he was a clean uh, rapper
1: uh, is, uh, is... uh, well, that, don't that don't let's do it. Masai, uh, 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 this. So, yeah. I'm um, faded. Anyway, yeah, he wasn't faded in church. I mean, you might have said something <laughs> like I'm elated or something. I'm praying.
0: <laughs> I'm praying.
1: But anyway, I don't know how we started talking about. Why you so this? Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: so yeah. So when you hear someone say, Stephen Marley, I hope you remember next time. Oh, gotcha. Okay, Mm-kay. and that's your client. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're, we work for him. David and then David Shands. David is my client. Him 500, pretty Ricky. We have T.S. Madison. We have um Sean King the civil rights activist He's really that's line. what yes.
1: you out here
0: no like you know what can i just tell you i actually had a fangirl moment for myself i actually called my friend and i was like yo we i'm just about to be on got- david Shams
1: podcast and then y'all was like
0: well, <laughs> that too I- oh. yes 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 that too but i was like i just got a retainer it said sean king on it and we're like is it really really sean king really yeah, it's sean king like Oh, I like, yeah, like oh, yeah. That is dope. <laughs> Then we had a moment with that. Stephen Marley was the same way. Like I long time ago, I said, hey, I want to work with a Marley. And then like connections led to that. And that was like, oh, my God, like I called my friend again. I'm like, yo, his name, his name is on my paperwork right That's now. Dope. So I had those moments. You know, I'm never to the point where I don't get excited. Yes, I'm excited. David Shands is my client. Not only that, but David was like, you know what? I want to invest in my brand and I'm going to do a monthly retainer. And that to me, when clients go that route, because we work with you, you know, we're not just working for you. We work with you as in-house counsel, but we're not, you know, in your business because a lot of entrepreneurs and creators, the thing is they have all this amazingness, but they have no legal connections, no Mm -hmm. nothing. So even if it's not an area that I personally do, we do bring in other people. Like we have the patent attorneys, we have people that will enforce contracts. We have all these different elements. So that's why Brand Protector wasn't developed as a law firm. We're Mm -hmm. actually developed that as a brand protection agency so that we could bring in multiple people to get the job done.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, look, man, I think you are uh, going to just continue to keep growing. All right? Yes. And I'm really, really excited. So I want you to, like, let us know how we can uh, get in touch with you. And you got to close this out with a word of wisdom. Something real strong. Okay? Put a bow on this whole David, conversation.
0: you left off our gift for them. What was the gift? They got to get the checklist because we didn't get through all
1: oh, the Oh, the check. Oh, yeah. Because, yes. oh, yeah, we ran out of time. Yes. Yeah. Because this is long. Okay. How can they get the, how can they get the checklist? So, um, and what's on the gonna, checklist?
0: We're all the 10 steps. So we only cover the few. All right, the 10 right. steps to protecting their brand. Okay. So they can go to brandprotector.com and we have a special social proof link. Hey. You know, push that social proof on the end. It's lit. Right? And
1: brandprotector. So brandprotector.com forward slash social proof. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Cool. And there can you You write get- that
1: down, Joe, just so you make sure we got that in the show notes. Cause I really... this is this is such I, I joke a lot, but it's such a important conversation because us, we just don't. we don't protect ourselves. We just, like we just got a hustler mentality where we just trying to go make some money. Mm -hmm. But like the big money is in ownership. And a lot of people, they got a brand. You say you own the brand, but you don't really own the brand.
0: Ownership. You know, back in the day, the money, the wealth that they, created that we see now was created in oil and different things like that mm. a lot of them now look at zuckerberg look at what are they doing intellectual property intellectual property. right and right. this and and it's so much easier for you to create intellectual property than it is for you to buy a house yeah, 100%. right a lot of us are going to be in that position where you know the housing market is kind of crazy right now yeah. but you know what's available and there's no limitation on Intellectual property, creating all these catchphrases, these hashtags, the every single thing you're creating. And you can protect that and put that in a portfolio. The photos in your phone, the videos you're recording. Mm. You know, you look through old time pictures, you're like, who took this? They might not be collecting their money, but you know, in 20 or 30 years from now, who knows what's going to happen with what we got stored in the cloud. And if it comes out, you might as well get paid for it. Right. Back. Get your stuff Back. protected. I love I'm it. I'm here for it. I don't I want you it. to be scared. I want you to think about the money behind it because y'all leaving money on the floor. It's an opportunity.
1: And yes. it's com forward slash social proof. Brandprotector.com forward slash social proof. And they get it for how much?
0: The checklist is free. Mm, that's it's dope. my gift because you're amazing, David. I love you. Thank you. I love you. I I, I try. I try to keep up with David Chan.
1: (laughs) She got y'all back. So look, make sure y'all go to brandprotector.com forward slash social proof. Kendra, please let me know how to follow you. Okay. And then close us out with a word.
0: Ooh, you can follow me at Kendra Steven on Instagram. That's usually where I do my my jam. And brandprotector.com is our website, right? And my word for today. Hmm. Mm, Man.
3: Momentum. Okay.
0: Momentum. Use the momentum that you got this information for today to actually take action and do something with it.
1: There it is. Listen, we can't close it out no better than that, man. Do yourself a favor. One, go follow Kendra. Two, hire Kendra. I'm not telling you to do anything that I didn't do myself, okay? So um, make sure you rock with Kendra Steven, okay? She is definitely giving uh, not only... Just give me the confidence to like walk, knowing that I'm going to do something. I'm protected. Ain't nobody going to steal it. Ain't nobody going to take it. It's a very important, invest in your brand, okay? And uh, go get yourself some social proof, okay? Meaning I want you to go build something, build something. But after you build it, I want you to come back to your community and teach them how you did it. All right, we are out of here.